Today's podcast is brought to you by Bear Pro. Two popular products that Bear Pro is promoting to the APC audience are the Bear Premium Cabinet and Trim Interior Enamel and Bear Ultra Scuff Defense Interior Paint. Bear Premium Cabinet and Trim Interior Enamel dries to a hard, durable finish, and its tack-free film keeps doors from sticking together after just two hours. By the way, darker colors may require additional dry time, longer dry time required in cooler temperatures and higher humidity. It has excellent flow and leveling and is ideal for use on cabinets, trim, doors, windows, shutters, and woodwork. It's available in satin and semi-gloss finishes. For more information, visit bearpro.com slash cabinet and trim. Bear Ultra Scuff Defense interior paint sets a new standard for paint durability. Scuff Defense features an innovative paint formula that delivers advanced burnish, scuff, and mar resistance for high traffic areas. It's available in flat, eggshell, satin, and semi-gloss finishes. For more information, go to bearpro.com slash scuff defense. Both the cabinet and trim enamel and scuff defense are exclusively available at the Home Depot. You can contact a Bear Pro representative by visiting bear.com slash rep. Welcome to Paint Radio with your host, Emily Howard and Andrew Dwyer. Paint Radio is the APC podcast, so why not just call it APC podcast? I don't know. Emily, do you know why? Because it's called Paint Radio. Genius. Genius. (laughs) Today we're talking about websites. And I would say that Emily and I know far more than we want to know about (laughs) designing a website. Is that an accurate statement, Emily? Yes. But not as much as I need to know still. You could always know more. (laughs) Yes. Much like working with me. You're willing to do it, but there should be a time limit. Similar to how much time you and I spent building APC's <laughs> new website. Can, can you yes. mention briefly to the listeners what they should know and need to know about APC's new site? That it's there, that it's live, <laughs> that it's ready, that we've, we've got some awesome new sections. Everything is categorized. So if you want podcast on operations, you can get to all of those. If you want podcasts on Finance, you can get to all of those. If you want videos on sanding, you can get to all of those. And, you know, we've also got a pretty cool new section that I think is pretty fun, which is a business resources section. And here you can download tools and different worksheets and that kind of things to help you get through different business strategy techniques. I love it. It is a beautiful site. It was well worth all the time we put into it. It's beautiful to look at. And it's very effective. So we're talking about websites today. In addition to paintmag.com, we want to talk about what painting contractors can do, should do. If they're trying to do better in 2022 with their website, man, this is the podcast for you. And the right guest is Martin Morgan. He's general manager for Pro Painter Websites. How could you ask for a more APC podcast specific guest than the general manager of a company called Pro Painter websites. Emily does a great job booking. We love Martin. You've heard him before on Paint Radio. If you were at TechFest last year, 
you learned a ton during his session. If you're going to Tech Fest this year on December 15th, which you should be, you're going to learn even more from Martin. That's why we love him so much. Martin, how are you, sir? Hey, Andrew, thank you for that very kind introduction. I'm doing well. I'm always excited to be on Paint Radio with, with you and Emily. and always a good time. And I think we always bring some good information for the audience as well. Heck yeah, because, I mean, all joking aside, that is why APC exists, right? Our sole purpose is to provide information for painting contractors. And we are, as Emily often says, tickled pink when we can have a guest who is also as painting specific as we are at APC. And that's what you do, Martin. So before we dive in, one last self-indulgence about the APC new website. I think you've had a chance to look at it, Martin. Is there anything you see at the new paintmag.com that you like, that you think is a good tenant of what a good website looks like or any features or bells or whistles? I should mention my columns are still not appearing on paintmag.com. So I know you were probably going to start with that, Morgan. Point taken. You don't even need to mention it. We know it. Andrew's columns are not there yet. We're working on it. Beyond that, what do you think we did right at paintmag.com? Well, I'll tell you too, I, I certainly feel your pain <laughs> because a lot of times with the websites, you have an idea of how long you think it's going to take and it takes a lot longer than that. Or you run into a thing here or there and it just makes it a lot longer than you might think. But yeah, absolutely. I've had the chance to look at the website. And in fact, I have it up on my browser right now. I love how clean it is, straightforward. It's easy to understand what I should be doing when I land there. You've got the key points right there on the homepage. And then also that categorization is really helpful. So I know if there's something specific that I'm looking for, how to find it. The one other thing I wanted to mention as well, although I could go on and on about how good it is, but <laughs> nonetheless, uh, one other thing I definitely want to mention is it looks great on mobile. And that is just so important, especially in the way that consumers, people in general, access the web so much on their phone, that mobile experience counts for a lot. And it looks great there and it's really easy to navigate. So I'm definitely enjoying this podcast. <laughs> Take the pat on the back whenever I can get it. But, uh, but of course, this isn't about our website. Our website is done. I know, you know, one of the first things that we did when it was time to redesign the, the APC website, we all sat down and we started talking about goals. What is it that we're trying to accomplish so that we don't get stuck in the weeds? What would you say for painting contractors who might be re-looking at their website this year, adding some technology, some different things to it? What are some of the goals that you see that contractors have for their websites now in 2021 and going into 2022? That's really such an important thing, Emily, as you mentioned, is thinking through the goals of your site. What do you want to accomplish? And I think from a painting contractor standpoint, a lot of people will look at it and they'll just say, oh, I just, I want calls. And that's a fine, fine goal. If you want to give yourself as many opportunities as possible to talk to a potential customer. And so you want to drive them to call you. However, if you're super busy, or maybe you, you want to really refine down your calls a little bit, you might change your goal to be quote requests, especially if you've got a good form where you're asking for specific things or you're working with a nice platform that will create a quote or has a form in there that asks for 
a lot of information because then you're going to whittle away some of those people who might be a little less serious. So from that standpoint too, your goal might be to dissuade bad fit customers from calling you. Maybe you feel like you're getting too many calls. So you want to try to answer some of their questions directly. And then another one, which is almost always good is to inform people. Maybe you just want to inform people about several different things, everything from why they should choose a painting contractor instead of doing it themselves to more specific things about how you operate. But I think the one of the key points is you want to be really clear about what your goal is, because that's going to determine how you approach lots of other things going forward. You know, before we dive into what the, the components of the web page could be, it's not uncommon for lots of different businesses, including some painting contractors, to rely only on a Facebook page. And I'm sure there's many reasons why somebody does that because they're familiar with Facebook and they think it's sufficient and everybody's on Facebook. So clearly Facebook must be good enough. Who knows their reasoning why they choose only to have a Facebook page. But Martin, what are the risks or what's what are you missing out on when you don't have an actual website? It is true, Andrew, and we definitely speak to some painting contractors who feel that same way. And we try to explain to them that it's a significant risk. And the reason for that is because from a website standpoint, if you're trying to attract new customers, the website is the key thing that's going to help you do that. Because a website is specifically set to be found when people are searching for painting contractors or the services that you provide in your area on Google. And almost everybody searches on Google. When you just have a Facebook page, the only people that are gonna see your page or your posts really are somebody who is already following you, who has already decided they wanna follow the things that you post. And so you're missing out on that whole big audience of people that are searching on Google because Typically, a Facebook profile is not going to show up in the search results when people are searching for what we would say would be non-branded terms, which would be things like uh, house painting or interior painting. You know, somebody might find you if you have a Facebook page, if they're specifically searching for the name of your business, and maybe they're popping in the city that you're located in, but you're going to miss a huge audience. You're only going to be seen by people that have specifically followed you on Facebook. And then you're at Facebook's mercy because they don't often like to include businesses in the newsfeed anyway, but it makes sense. They're trying to serve their customers as well as possible. And let's face it, lots of people are interacting more often with friends and family than they are with businesses in that newsfeed. So from that standpoint, Facebook is definitely not a good substitute for a website. It can be used for lots of good things, for sure. But if one of the key points of your web presence, your digital presence online is to be found by new customers or even by current customers, you're going to lose a lot just by putting all your eggs in the Facebook basket. Well, I think it lends a sense of credibility as well, right? Like, I mean, I've seen a lot of contractors out there that only have a Facebook page, and I tend to not reach out to them because I immediately feel like the process is probably going to be a little bit longer, a little bit more monotonous and challenging for me. And then I think in all honesty, I, I do question contractors who do not have a website. It's kind of a 
a standard thing for any business that exists today. Would you say so that's true? So or am judgmental. I going overboard? <laughs> so judgmental. No, you got to no, have a website. I don't think you're going overboard. I think that's absolutely true. People expect certain things. And so credibility is so important. And when you have the website, you're really showing that you have that credibility. Whereas if you don't, it's not that hard to create a business page on Facebook and the cost is zero. So people really look to a website, even when they find painting contractors on things like the map, the local pack, and they have a Google My Business profile. Still one of the first things they do after they look at the reviews is they go to click on that website when it's there. So credibility is important. And especially if you want to get some of the top jobs and that website's going to help you certainly from that standpoint as well. Agreed. So, you know, we've talked a little bit about how people search Google and that kind of thing um, for painting contractors. When you're thinking about that homepage, that entry point for anybody who is going to be looking at your business specifically, how do you start to choose your image, right? Your brand, your story. How do you start to think about the way you want your business to be portrayed out there in the digital world? And that's a good way to ask that question which is exactly that. Like, how, how do you want your business to be positioned, but you also want to utilize your goals. So if you've already decided what you want your goal to be of your website, or maybe, you know, a couple goals, you want to take a look at that homepage, especially and say, okay, thinking of what my goal is, I know from a call to action standpoint, these are what I want in my button. So if that is call, there'll be lots of calls to action that say, call us today. Or if it is a request quote, and you've got one of those really nice forms or something else built into the site that and you can push people in that direction as well. So you want to think about that. And then from a, a message that you're sending standpoint or what perception do you want people to have? So if you know there are specific types of business that you are either really good at or you would like more of, then visuals are important. And the more visuals that show those types of business opportunities or those jobs, the better off that you're going to be. So that way, if you want to specialize in interior painting of high-end homes, and I'm an owner of a high-end home looking for a painting contractor to paint the interior of my home, and I go to your website and I'm seeing these beautiful homes and this great work that you've done, I'm going to see that instantly and be like, oh yes, wow, these look like exactly the type of folks I need to talk to about this job that I have. But if I go there and, and I'm seeing something different, maybe I'm seeing decks painted and cabinets or something like that, or something that doesn't quite match up to the work that I have, the reason that I'm looking, then I'm not as likely to contact that person. I'm probably just going to go back to the search results and see who else might be a better fit. So think about that work that you want to do the most of, or that you think you're the best at, and make sure to highlight that in the pictures, definitely but in the text, in the copy on that homepage as well. Today's podcast is sponsored by APC Tech Fest. That's right. APC is sponsoring an APC Paint Radio podcast. Tech Fest, man, I hope you've heard about it. I hope you've looked into it. It's a virtual two-day event, December 15 and 16, and it's all about technology designed for painting contractors. It could not be more practical. It could not be a more cost-efficient use of your time and money. Again, December 15 and 16, a virtual event. You don't have to take off from work. 
You don't have to leave your office. You don't have to spend time and money away. You log into the world and you watch presentations and demonstrations all about technology. You'll hear from contractors who have fabulous experience with technology. You'll also hear from tech providers themselves about how exactly, and I do mean exactly, their technology can work in your painting company. Check out paintmag.com, click the TechFest page, look it over, you'll learn about CRMs, estimating, communications, SEO, takeoff, list management, all of that good stuff. And again, it's all tailored exactly and specifically for your company, painting contractors. Can't ask for more. It's only $99 for two days. Holy cow. Fabulous opportunity. Don't miss it. December 15 and 16. Click on the TechFest page at paintmag.com. And I will see you there. Because as you'll see in the videos, the virtual world is incredible. Endlessly useful. You can ask questions and get them answered. Great stuff. Thank you, TechFest, for sponsoring Paint Radio. It's also common these days, you see a lot of web pages that are just a single page and a very long scroll. And I think, I'm assuming some people actually recommend that. So what is your opinion as to the risks of only having one long scroll, one page scroll versus having separate pages on the website? From our standpoint, certainly we see that out there. The challenge with the long, long scroll web page website is you're losing the opportunity to add depth to your site. And so you're losing the opportunity to have a page that's specific for each of the main services that you provide. You're losing the opportunity to focus on service areas. You're losing the opportunity to have a really nice gallery of all the work that you're doing on there and maybe to highlight specific projects. It can serve somebody like e-commerce can be big on that because you're just trying to attract people there. But for the most part, you might have a, a specific e-commerce platform that you're using and you really want that the SEO benefits to live within that e-commerce platform. So you're not as worried about the homepage of your main site. Or a lot of times too, you'll see it in places like marketing agencies or PR firms. So it's one of those trendy things. And unfortunately, marketing people ruin a lot of things because they overutilize it. So I think that's a big part of what has happened. But the other thing that you're losing is you don't have the multiple pages and then you're not able to use those internal links to drive people to certain pages that you might like. And believe it or not, Google really gives credit to those internal links and that helps them to decide where to send searchers. So if not in the case where you have 200 links just laid out on one of your pages to every possible page or, you know, 10 for each one. But in those cases, even where you have a services page, and let's say you have 10 to 12 services and you've got a link to each one of those there, that helps Google understand how your website is built, where to send specific people. And so from that standpoint, we certainly recommend a more traditional, pretty good size homepage, but then the depth in there with multiple other pages. There's so many ways to quantify the success of your website. I understand many of which are just drive you absolutely mad. Not you personally, but everybody out there. I know I go to a website that ranks publisher success. And I'd like to say I have cracked <laughs> the top 500 in publishersuccess.com. 
Oh, Grant, that's not a national ranking. That's only in my city. Uh, I am now <laughs> one of the top 500 publishers in Colorado Springs, which is pretty exciting. I'm surprised Emily hadn't brought that up until now, but enough about me. What should listeners know about checking their ranking, checking their SEO success online? There's a bunch of different ways to really take a look at that. And I think the important points are one of the things that we'll often hear from painting contractors because we'll do research and we'll understand where they might be searching. And, and so we look them up and we might find they're on page four, page five, or even lower than that. And and we'll have a conversation with them and they'll say, no, no, I, I search just fine. Here I am. I'm number one right here on the search <laughs> rankings. And uh, the thing that you got to know is if you are searching on your machine that you use for the work that you do for your website, which you've probably visited hundreds of times, then Google's gotten really good of serving personalized search engine results pages. So they're going to show you what they think you want to see. And you've proven that you really want to see your own website. So the results that you see are not what other people see. So you just have to know that. What you want to do, think about using incognito browsers at least if you can. Use somebody else's machine or phone if you can. Or go to different areas around the area that you serve. And, and what you could do is... You know, you've got jobs located all over the area that you serve, you know, every day or every time you go to a different job at some certain location, search for painting contractors or house painting or interior painting or cabinet painting, whatever those things you know you want to search for. If you can, somebody else's device or your own phone using incognito, you can do that as well and see where you show up. And if you can write that down or put it in the notes on your phone. And after a couple of weeks, you're going to get a much better idea of what your actual search results are, because it's going to be specific for individuals. But if you're conducting these incognito searches in multiple places, it's going to give you a good feel for, let's say, the main town or city that you work in. If somebody's searching for your main services there, how you're doing versus, you know, a couple towns away in a place that, you know, you really want to get more business. What are your search results looking like there? So you, you want to pull all of that together. You want to search different locations, search for different keywords, try to get an understanding of what people might search for. Don't search for the name of your business, for instance. You want to be found for those other keywords, the non-branded keywords, which is what people are going to be much more likely to search for. And then you're going to get, it again, a good feeling for where you are ranking. And then that also gives you a chance to potentially affect those rankings. So, so, okay, you know, over time you can keep tracking it so that if you decide, hey, I'm not really searching in this third or fourth city that I would really like to search well in, I'm gonna try these things to try to improve how I'm searching. And then, you know, a month or two later, because you need to give it time to work, you go back, you look again, try it, see where you are and see what type of progress you've made. Okay. You know, we talked a bit about Facebook and obviously there are lots of services out there to help you build your own website. And just what do you not get from a build your own website service that you would get from ProPainter websites or any other professional service that it's their business to design websites? And of course, you know, painting contractors every day explain to customers why homeowners should hire them to paint instead of them doing it themselves. So it's certainly not shocking, Martin, that we should ask <laughs> you, what does a full service provider offer that a build your own site does not? 
Right. And it, it's pretty similar. When you look at it, it is pretty similar. And the big thing that a, a service provider, certainly a propainer websites that we can help with or, or some of the value of what we do is we understand SEO. We understand the technical side of things that, and what's needed there. Understand it from a copy standpoint, how to pull it all together and present the business in a good, strong way that's going to make that positive help enforce anyway, the positive perception of what the business can do. And that can be challenging on a separate platform. The other thing that's key is they have made it easier. Even to build a, a WordPress site for yourself with different themes, the challenge is, is once you start digging into that and you start tracking all the time that you're spending, the amount of time that adds up can be significant. And that's kind of the way that I look at it too, when I'm calling in a painting contractor, right? Because I look at it and I say, it's going to take me as long probably to throw down some drop cloths to get this done as it might to have a professional come in here and knock something out in four or five hours in an afternoon where it's going to take me a day and a half. And I know I'm not going to be happy with what the results are. So it's a little bit similar from that standpoint. I like it. Very helpful. You know, I mentioned that you were at TechFest last year. We're doing TechFest again this year. You've got a session. I think it was the five things that your website should be able to do in 2022, something to that effect. Tell us a bit about what attendees to TechFest will learn at your session. Yes. So really excited for the session coming up. Thanks to you and Emily, of course, for inviting me back. It was a great event last year, so I encourage you all to sign up and participate. There's lots of good learning there, lots of really good technology. In my session, the way I'm going to look at it is your website should be one of your best salespeople. It's working for you 24-7 out there on the web. And from that standpoint, you think of sales and the sales process. And I always like to think of the sales process as almost like many little sales in between before you get that big sale. But you start to get people in the habit of saying yes, or you you help work them through these little challenges. And what I'm going to highlight are five of the biggest areas that can cause friction for a sale or what you might say would be obstacles and point out what those areas are and then show some ways to position your website to be successful or to overcome those obstacles or prevent them from even being obstacles. So really going to try to focus on that. So my goal will be to help the attendees understand some of the ways that they may be failing to convert without even realizing it, and then how to make the changes that are going to stop that from happening going forward. I remember from your session last year, just incredibly practical. And also, honestly, the the format, the virtual event format of TechFest, where you're simply watching on your computer, and you're not watching Martin stand up and talk. Your screen is filled with Martin's screen, and he's walking through with his presentation. And it's just so easy to see the information and also to take notes. And you can also ask questions as Martin is talking, and it doesn't interrupt him at all. And then other contractors in the audience can respond to your question also without interrupting Martin. And I know that happened last year. And it's just fascinating information, super useful. And again, it doesn't slow your mojo at all, Martin, right? You didn't even know people were talking as you were presenting, right? No, I, I didn't realize it. I think that's a great way to encourage that community around the different presentations and have each of them helping each other as well. So I definitely think that's pretty cool. 
Pretty cool indeed, no doubt. Martin Morgan, General Manager for ProPainter Websites. Check them out. Check them out at ProPainterWebsites.com. Huge fan of yours, Martin. Thank you for being on the podcast. I look forward to your session at TechFest. And again, go to PaintMag.com. Click on the TechFest tab. All the information is right there. It's a two-day event. It's only $99. And you don't even need to leave your desk. Spectacular. Martin, thank you for your time. Everybody listening, you're doing a great job. We're just trying to help you do it even better. Thanks for listening to Paint Radio, everybody. Have a good day.